0: Hey, just a quick note before we get into the show, every episode this season comes with a tremendously detailed write-up of all the core ideas and strategies that you're about to learn. Plus, I always share extra reading and resources for those of you who want to dig deeper into the topic. So if you're looking to get even more value out of this, go check out the show notes for this episode at filmfreedomshow.com slash 18. So without any further ado, here's the show. Hey friend, Rob Hardy here, and welcome to the final episode in season two of the Filmmaker Freedom podcast. We have covered a ton of ground so far in terms of taking control of your psychology, and I hope you found all of this stuff super valuable, because I certainly have. So what are we talking about in this last episode? Quite simply, we're going to talk about what to do when times get tough. Those times where a project doesn't turn out quite like you want it to. Those times where festivals turn you down, an actor bails at the last minute on a passion project or your film gets horrible reviews or any of the other gazillion things that can just like crush your soul as a filmmaker. In other words, today's topic is how to develop unshakable resilience so that obstacles and setbacks never get you down and derail your projects or your career. Now, when you combine this with everything else that you've learned this season, you're going to have everything you need to really level up your psychology and start playing the long game in your career. So I hope you're as excited as I am for this topic, and we're going to dive straight into it after this quick word about my friends over at Black Box. So I'll be right back. Freedom. It's one of the core values with everything I do these days. I mean, it's even baked into the name of this podcast. And that is why I'm so excited to welcome Black Box as a sponsor this season. Because while I plan to arm you with the tools to achieve mental freedom or psychological freedom, Black Box arms you with the tools for financial, creative, and collaborative freedom. Now, the Black Box platform does some pretty rad things, too many to tell you about here. But the gist of it is this it enables you to build a portfolio of intellectual property and profit from it for years to come it frees you up to do more of what you love and focus less on the business side of distributing your work so to learn more about how blackbox can help you earn your independence go to blackbox.global/freedom again that's blackbox.global/freedom all right back to the show All right, so let's talk about resilience. And we're going to start with two very simple truths, both of which you need to understand if you're going to make an honest attempt at this whole filmmaking thing. So the first one is that making a film is incredibly damn difficult. It's kind of like we're trying to get 10,000 different little puzzle pieces to all come together in the exact right way. And that's a stressful thing to manage by itself. But then undoubtedly, in every project you work on, Some of your puzzle pieces just won't fit. There will be just missing pieces that for some reason didn't come in the box. Or somebody will stumble along and somehow manage to tip over the table and your puzzle will just fall apart. So maybe that's not the best metaphor, but hopefully you see what I'm getting at here. As art forms go, filmmaking is far and away the most complicated and difficult and messy of them all. Not to mention expensive. It's easily the most expensive. Anyhow, no matter how simple something seems in terms of filmmaking, there are a ton of things that can go wrong and there are a ton of things that probably will go wrong. You can count on that. So that's truth number one. The second truth is that building a sustainable, enjoyable, long-term career in film is equally difficult and messy and complicated and frustrating and all of that stuff. You can count on that as well. And that's especially true for those of you who are bold enough to try making a living from your passion projects, from the projects that you care most about, because that's just one of the most difficult things to pull off in the modern media landscape. So with these two truths, basically what I'm saying is this. No matter what you're trying to accomplish as a filmmaker, whether you're working in the industry, freelancing, doing commercials, or going the indie route, no matter what, you're going to face a mountain of obstacles and setbacks and letdowns both in the filmmaking process itself and in your broader career. At times, it's going to suck. You're going to be frustrated, beat down, and angry that your best efforts just don't seem to be good enough. And there will probably be times where your mind starts wandering towards the possibility of changing course or just giving up. So maybe you'll want to throw in the towel on an individual project, or maybe you'll want to change your career trajectory so that it's less frustrating and there's less gatekeepers. Or maybe you'll even consider quitting filmmaking altogether so that you can get a quote-unquote real job, whatever that means. And to be honest with you, I have never met a single ambitious filmmaker or just an ambitious person in general who hasn't had those kind of doubts and those kind of feelings. We all do. Hell, I thought about giving up on filmmaking entirely a whopping year and a half out of film school. I'm glad I didn't, but... That thought was there, and I was very close to acting on it. Anyhow, I've mentioned this a few times throughout this season, but our brains are hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. And when things suck and they get difficult, as they will throughout your film journey, your brain will start thinking about ways to sort of ease that suckiness. It's your brain's job, and it's evolved to be very, very good at it. And that, my friend, is where resilience comes in. So for the uninitiated, resilience is simply the ability to keep pushing forward even when things don't go as planned, even when there are obstacles that seem insurmountable, even when things flat out suck and our brains are screaming at us to ease up that suckiness somehow. Resilient people take setbacks in stride, they keep moving forward, and eventually, through hard work and determination, they reach their goals, no matter how many obstacles they encounter along the way. And make no mistake, just like everything else we've talked about this season, resilience is a skill. It's not something that some people are like innately born with um, and some aren't. It's a psychological skill. And just like everything else we've talked about, you can start working to build that skill right now. And throughout the rest of this episode, I've got several solid tips for you in that regard. But there's one big one that just has to come before all of the others. You can't overlook this tip and expect anything else to make you resilient. So here it is. In order to be resilient, you must be working towards something awesome. You've gotta have goals that you're just excited and passionate about reaching. Because without that element of desire, you're toast at the first signs of adversity because there won't be any real reason for you to push through. You just won't care enough to get to the other side. So I'm gonna trust that you can come up with a compelling big picture vision for your films and your career. Um, this episode isn't gonna be about that, but. Once you've got that whole side of the coin covered, then and only then should you dive into the following practices. So the first tip I have for you is to find a larger purpose for your work and reconnect with it when things get difficult. And I think it was Frederick Nisha who once said, he who has a why can endure anyhow. And that may be a paraphrase, but the quote is something along those lines. And this idea has shown up everywhere from the oldest stoic philosophy and military history all the way through modern psychology and even neuroscience when we have a deeper purpose behind our work our chances of giving up go way down and our chances of success go way up so i'll ask you here why do you make films what is it about film that makes you want to do this work no matter how hard and how frustrating it can be Maybe you're driven to tell certain types of stories. Maybe you love the medium itself so much that you just can't imagine doing anything else with your life. Or maybe you're just really attracted to the Hollywood lifestyle. I don't know, I'm not gonna judge. But regardless, the best way I've found to really get to the core of your purpose and dig beneath some of those fluffier, more abstract feel-good answers is to ask yourself a series of why questions, generally three or four or five whys, one after another. So for instance, you might ask yourself, why do I love filmmaking? And you might say, because it's the most awesome and powerful art form that we have. And you wouldn't stop there. You'd drill deeper, asking why again. So why is that important? Well, because it's the ultimate medium for telling stories that connect with lots of people. Now, why is that important? Because stories help us understand the world. And when we tell empowering stories, we help make the world better, even if it's just a little bit. And there you have it. That's a solid purpose right there, telling stories that enable and empower people to live better lives. And I mean, that's just one example. You could certainly come up with all sorts of different answers, depending on like where you start and how deep with the why's that you can go. But my general recommendation is to dig as deep as you can, keep asking why. And that question, if you answer it honestly enough, will eventually help you pull out a purpose that you actually connect with on a very deep level. And another little pro tip here, The strongest purposes tend to be those centered around helping others in some way and i don't know why but like we mentioned in the depression episode focusing on service takes you outside of yourself and your problems and helps you see the bigger picture of your community the world and how your work fits into that and feeling connected to some kind of bigger picture like that is a great way to develop resilience So if you're having trouble finding a purpose with that other method, start finding ways that you can serve others with your art. So here's another example for you, because I know this stuff can be kind of abstract. Um, And this happens to be my current purpose when it comes to filmmaking. And feel free to steal it if you want. So for me, I make films because it's how I explore ideas and people. I'm a curious person, so when I don't understand something, I'm driven to make a film about it because the filmmaking process will teach you so much about the underlying subject matter. That's something that I've just sort of learned over my years of doing this. So the process helps me learn about other people, other ways of thinking, other cultures, and even about myself. And the more I'm able to do that, the better I'm able to engage with the world around me, the more I'm able to be empathetic and understanding to people who are different than me, And perhaps most importantly, the more people who consume my work are able to do the same thing. And I know this seems a little bit cheesy, but for me, it's everything I need to keep going, because exploration and open-mindedness and empathy and lifelong learning are all core values of mine. And that's why this purpose gives me the drive I need to push through when things get tough, because it's deeply aligned with those core values. And I recommend that whatever purpose you come up with as well, is also connected to your core values. So again, why do you make films? If you have a compelling answer to that question and you're deeply connected with that answer, it will serve as fuel in your career when things get tough. But there's one other important point that I wanna make here. For this to really work, you have to be deeply connected to that purpose on a gut level and feel it emotionally. It's not enough for it to be just some like abstract fluffy idea. You really have to feel it. So take the time here, drill deep, and figure out why you're driven to be a filmmaker. Once you're able to connect to that source of energy and tap into it when things get hard, you will be unstoppable. All right, so that is tip number one for developing resilience. Develop a strong purpose and connect back to it when things get tough. This next tip comes straight out of the psychological research on how to be resilient and achieve your goals. But a little bit of context first. Obstacles and setbacks and whatnot tend to be most potent when we're blindsided by them. When you think you have everything figured out, but then the world slaps you with something that you clearly didn't consider, that can shake you to your core. And if those particular obstacles and setbacks are big and potent enough, and you truly weren't prepared for them at all, That's the kind of thing that can really knock you off your path, derail your progress, and make you want to quit. So that's why this next piece of advice is extremely simple. Don't let yourself get blindsided. Prepare for any and all obstacles before they occur. And if you really want to use this strategy to its full effect, premeditate the worst-case scenario where you vividly imagine what would happen in your life if everything that possibly could go wrong did go wrong. So there are a couple ways to implement this advice, but here's how I approach it. First, you wanna use the backwards planning process that we talked about earlier this season. So in a nutshell, you take a goal or a project that you're chasing and you work your way backwards from the desired end result. You find all of the milestones that you absolutely need to hit along the way. And for each one of those, you think about all of the possible things that could go wrong in the process of reaching that milestone. And then for each potential obstacle that you find you need to come up with a preemptive solution so not only are you not surprised when these obstacles show up but you're prepared for them and you know exactly what to do ahead of time and honestly i do this at the start of basically every project i take on in life whether it's in film or business or anything else And all it takes is like an hour or two to go through this process and have a solid plan ready for whatever life happens to throw at you. Like there's no reason not to work through this process if the project is important to you. And the best part of this is like once you're in the middle of your project, you'll rarely encounter all or even most of the obstacles you plan for. And at least for me, that tends to make me feel happier and more confident throughout the process. So that's the most systematic way to approach this, but there's another pair of techniques that I want to arm you with, and it's a great combination of ideas from the worlds of business and stoic philosophy. So the first piece of advice here is to conduct what's known in the world of business as a pre-mortem. Basically, you sit around at the start of a project with a group of your key collaborators, and you imagine that your project has failed miserably. Then collectively, you all brainstorm a list of things that could have possibly caused that failure. And then like before, you come up with a strategy to preempt each failure. So it's a lot like the previous strategy, but it's done as a group activity, which can be a really powerful thing because you can crowdsource answers and creativity and all that. But it tends to be done without the added benefit of backwards planning. And I find backwards planning to be just a very clarifying thing that helps you find obstacles more than just brainstorming out of nowhere. So that's the premortem. The other piece of this that I like to incorporate what's known in stoic philosophy as premeditation basically you vividly imagine the worst case scenario with the project you think through all of the terrible things that would happen and how those things would make you feel and the downstream consequences that failure would have on your life basically you let your fears play themselves out in as much detail as you can muster and this is a really intense thing to do But once you get into it, you'll eventually start to make peace with the worst case scenario. You'll understand that even if things go catastrophically wrong, you will survive and life will go on. And for those of you who tend to experience a lot of fear and doubt about what'll happen if you fail, this exercise is incredibly powerful because it'll force you to confront what you're afraid of and it'll force you to realize that your fears aren't that bad in the grand scheme of things. And with that level of clarity, It'll be like having this weight lifted off your chest. And then of course, as you move through the project and things don't go catastrophically wrong, that success will be so much sweeter because you've already lived through the downside, and now you get to live through the upside. So that's tip two for developing rock solid resilience. Don't let yourself get blindsided by obstacles and setbacks. You need to prepare for them both with some kind of tactical plan, and you should prepare for them emotionally. So even if the worst does happen, you've already made your peace with it. Now, I've got three more really good tips for you on how to develop unshakable resilience, but I gotta toss in a quick word from my friends over at Music Vine. So hold tight and I will be right back. This season is sponsored by my friends over at Music Vine. So you've obviously got a lot of choices these days when it comes to finding music for your films. But Musicvine is still my personal favorite. Not only is it super simple to find music that actually enhances your work, but it's also genuinely affordable, even for indie filmmakers on shoestring budgets. But here's the best part. The music is all thoughtful, expressive, and genuine. It's sourced from indie artists all over the globe who put the same care and attention to detail into their music as you do, into your films. And that's why all of the tunes in this podcast come straight from the Music Vine library. So if you like what you hear in today's show, you can get five free songs, fully licensed for web and social, when you go to filmfreedomshow.com slash music. And as an added bonus, whenever you're ready to grab more tracks, the code filmfreedom will get you 25% off your first purchase. So again, go to filmfreedomshow.com slash music for those five free tracks and use promo code filmfreedom for 25% off. All right, let's get back to the episode. All right, friend. So let's get back into how to develop unshakable resilience. And this next tip is probably one of the most empowering mental strategies that I've come across, at least if you do it consistently enough. So all of us have the power to interpret the events of our lives as we wish. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but we do have that power, and generally we form beliefs based on those interpretations that we make. So the tip is this. Interpret every obstacle you encounter as an opportunity. Even when things feel shitty and hopeless, there's always, and I mean always, a way to spin it into something positive. You just have to be in the right frame of mind to find those opportunities, and I'll show you how to do that in a bit. But the more you do this, the more you'll be able to shape new beliefs around the nature of obstacles. And that's one of the most powerful ways to become resilient, not just in filmmaking, but in all areas of your life. Because beliefs like that stick around. They basically become like a human operating system. And this is one of those system upgrades that can work wonders for filmmakers. So here are a few examples of how this might work. Your script didn't get accepted by a contest or you couldn't find an agent. It's now an opportunity to hone your craft and become the best that you can be. You ran out of money on your film? It's an opportunity to test DIY solutions and have fun with guerrilla filmmaking. An actor bailed on you at the last minute? It's an opportunity for you to step in front of the camera and develop a new skill. Don't have a crucial shot you need to edit your film together? That's an opportunity to get creative and reimagine your story from the ground up. Your film didn't get a distribution deal, That's an opportunity to learn marketing, distribute it yourself, and then keep all of the profits for you and your team. So you see what I mean here? This type of thinking is super powerful, and I honestly believe that this is what separates the haves from the have-nots in the world of film. Everybody faces obstacles and rejections, like literally everybody, but it's how you deal with them that makes the difference. Now, this is one of those things that tends to be easier said than done, but in order to pull it off consistently, you have to get into the habit of asking yourself a simple question when things don't go as planned How can I make the most of this? So, questions like this are rarely obvious in the moment because you're all wrapped up in the negative emotions that tend to stem from obstacles. But if you let yourself sort of stew in those negative emotions and you only focus your attention on what's wrong, you won't end up anywhere good, and in fact you'll probably drag down the people around you as well, which can quickly demoralize an entire team. And that's why a question like this is so empowering. The right question at the right time will shift your focus away from what's wrong, thus changing your emotional state. And your new focus will be towards positive actions that you can take to make the best of the situation. And that's the, that's the key here, because where you focus your mind and your energy is what determines your success, and there's no better way to do that consciously than by asking empowering questions. So again, whenever things get tough or you encounter something frustrating, just ask yourself, how can I make the most of this? Or if you're with a team, how can we make the most of this? Ask your team and your crew for suggestions. Get everybody in the mindset of creating new opportunities out of setbacks, and you will be amazed at what happens from that. So that's tip number three. Use questions to change your focus and turn obstacles into opportunities. This next tip is a fairly obvious one, but it's so, so important that it needs to be mentioned here. Every filmmaker needs a tribe, not just because filmmaking is a team sport and we need to work together and all that stuff. But also because outside support is insanely helpful when you're dealing with the ups and downs of a creative career. So, the first step here is obviously to start building that tribe. Find people around you who share your values, your creative sensibilities, who complement your skill sets, and work with these people consistently. Make cool stuff with them, grow with them, and try to become friends in the truest sense because that's what really makes that tribe click and stick together. And if you want to learn more about like the mechanics of how to find these people, go back to the networking episode in season one, because there's all sorts of solid tips in there for you. Anyhow, once you've got a solid tribe, you'll not only be better staffed and prepared in your projects, which is an awesome side effect of having a tribe, but you'll have a great support network when things don't go well. So when things get tough and you come across obstacles and setbacks, you just need to be open and honest and vulnerable about it with your tribe not only will they support and encourage you, but you'll be able to crowdsource solutions and use a lot of these other strategies that we've talked about. And you'll be even more effective in countering whatever's holding you back. That support and that wisdom from your peeps can help you overcome just about anything if you have the right peeps and you employ the rest of these strategies. All right, so I've got one last tip for you in terms of developing resilience. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned this elsewhere this season, but it's another one of those that bears repeating. Start viewing your life as a story, with yourself as the hero at the center of that story. So let's take a step back for a moment and think in terms of storytelling fundamentals. Almost every great story has a few things in common. There's a protagonist, you, who goes on a journey and overcomes obstacles in order to reach a better place and transform in some way. And usually, the best stories have a moment of pure darkness before the triumph, these dark nights of the soul where everything feels hopeless, But then, of course, through incredible internal strength, the hero prevails and wins the day. So here's the mental trick. When things get tough, imagine yourself as the hero of your own story. And imagine you're in that second or third act of the story where things get really difficult and harrowing and the hero is really, truly tested to their core. And then imagine that just like all the great characters and heroes of these stories, you'll summon the strength to pull through. You will find a way. When you do this, reframes all of your obstacles and setbacks as something that you can and will ultimately overcome, because otherwise, it just wouldn't be a good story. And of course, when you use this mindset in conjunction with everything else that we've covered here, you, my friend, will be a force to be reckoned with. All right, so that's all I've got for you in terms of developing resilience. Here's a quick recap of everything that we covered. First, you need to have a compelling goal and vision that you're moving towards. None of the other stuff really matters if you're not pursuing something that's meaningful for you. Next, develop a strong purpose for your work, preferably one that includes serving other people. This will help you see the larger picture and reframe obstacles as a small bump in the road. Next, you've got to actively plan for obstacles and premeditate the worst-case scenario. This alone will take so much stress off your shoulders as you're working through the process of making a film. Next, ask yourself empowering questions when things get tough. This will help you reframe every obstacle as an opportunity. Next, build a solid, trustworthy tribe of filmmaking friends and lean on them for support and wisdom when things suck. And then last, put yourself at the center of a story. Realize that every hero must face their demons and be on the verge of defeat before prevailing and winning the day. Trust me, if you do these things and you practice them consistently, nothing will be able to derail you in your projects or your career. Again, having resilience and dealing with adversity is one of those key things that defines whether you'll be successful or not because everyone faces obstacles and setbacks and frustrations. And while others might throw up their arms and defeat, you now have the toolkit you need to persevere and do something incredible. All right, my friend, that does it for season two of the Filmmaker Freedom podcast. And I hope if there's one thing I've impressed upon you this season, it's this. You can't just change your psychology by wanting to change it. There's no positive self-talk, no affirmations, no mental tricks that will get you to where you wanna be on their own. There's only difficult, consistent work. Not only that, but you have to actively chase down work that you're afraid of and that makes you uncomfortable. By showing up every day, by turning pro and doing that kind of work, you will become the person that you wanna be, both on the inside and the outside. And that's what this has been all about this whole time. Because when you start taking action and putting your inner world in order, your outer world changes for the better as well. For you, that might mean any number of things. It might mean better films, more opportunities, more money, incredible relationships, improved health, or any number of positive outcomes. That's the power of taking care of your psychology. And I really hope I've armed you with the tools to do that this season. Now you just have to go out and use them. So speaking of which, if you want a nice recap of all the resilience tools we've talked about today, head over to filmfreedomshow.com slash 18. As always, I've got incredibly in-depth show notes, plenty of extra reading and resources, and a recap of everything we've talked about here. So again, that's filmfreedomshow.com slash 18. And just a reminder, this season is sponsored by my friends over at Black Box. It's a platform that helps filmmakers collaborate effortlessly, get their work to the market, and then share in the revenue. Now, as I record this, Blackbox is the absolute best way to get into the world of stock footage. Just upload to the platform once and watch as your footage is distributed to all of the major stock companies. But in the months and years to come, you'll be able to distribute all kinds of media through the platform, from shorts to features to series. Mark my words, it's going to revolutionize how we approach distribution, and now is your chance to get in on the ground floor. So, to learn more about Blackbox and its exciting future, go to blackbox.global/freedom. Again, that's blackbox.global/freedom. Thank you so, so much for listening, and just for going on this whole psychological journey with me. I hope it was as valuable for you as it was for me. I mean, after all, I dealt with just about all of these issues in some form or another, just while working on this season. And the only thing that helped me push through it was showing up every single day and doing work that slowly moved the needle. So yeah, I don't just teach this stuff. I live it in my day-to-day life. And I hope this has inspired you to live it as well. Anyhow, I have only one favor to ask of you this time around. If you like this show and you find it valuable, just tell one of your filmmaking friends, just one. If enough people do that, this show will have the power to live on and impact tens or even hundreds of thousands of filmmakers in a positive way. And nothing in the world would make me happier than that. Thanks again for sticking with me this season. Good luck in your journey, my friend, and Godspeed.